we're back. Unfortunately, today, don't have John with me. Uh, John's running a bit behind, but he sends his love. Um, but I do have a guest today, Sonia Mondino. Hello. <laughs> the, uh, the infamous, uh, we, where did we meet? We met back in... School. Culinary school, eh? Yeah. That was like fucking almost ten, ten. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes us feel old. It really makes me feel old. But, um, no, I was really, I reached out to you, um, cause I was like, you know what? I, I think, I mean, lately, you know, certainly there's been a push to have more, um, like the last guest John and I had was, uh, Olivia Go from Tosho and, um, and, and it's nice to hear, like, I know this may, it may sound a little cliche or whatever, but it's, it's nice to hear the female perspective in a male dominated industry. For sure. And even we were just talking about this before where you're like, you know, I just get along better with guys because you're so used to being surrounded by a bunch of bunch of friggin some assholes, some non assholes. But like you're so used to being around that energy that you're just like, yeah, I just get it. Yeah. I just know how to operate. Yeah. And, and it's fine. And it's just it is what it is. Right. So I guess maybe maybe the first obviously you know, let us know what, what your story is and stuff like that. But it's also, maybe my first question would be, um, you know what, what's, let us know who you are. Let us, let us know what, what your deal is, where, where you're going, how, what your thoughts are. (laughs) Well, I am Sonia, as you already know that. Um, I have worked in the industry for, I think 11, 10, 11 years now. Um, I moved to Toronto when I just turned 18. I was 17 turning 18, right after high school. Oh, shit. Um, and went straight to culinary school just because I was very passionate about yeah. cooking. And got your take on, We'll get your take on culinary school yeah. <laughs> That was interesting. Um, I have... I, I, my background is Italian. Um, I grew up around eating lots of food from my nonna and nonno. And my nonna, she would uh, cook for us every single day after school. We would oh, go over to her house. Fuck. Yeah, I, so that's a big bucket of wood. Jesus Christ! I grew up in Markham, but yeah. I went to school in Scarborough for half of my life. Oh, um, okay. Because we would, my nana, nana would watch us when my parents were at work. Mm, okay. So um, we would get rapini sandwiches for <laughs> lunch, <laughs> which was definitely interesting to some kids. They were yeah, like, yeah. "What are you eating?" And I'm like, "This is the best lunch ever." But also in like the GTA, I feel like there's so much like. I feel like there's a solid amount of diversity, so maybe you'd see some other weird shit at, in other kids' lunches, and you'd be like, oh, what's that? Well, we never got... Pe- so, um, this was more so in high school, so in Markham, oh, okay. that kids were a little bit confused but um, <laughs> as to what my lunches were. Um, but, like, there, we never got lunch money to go buy... Mm-hmm. From the cafeteria that was just not a thing yeah. it was like always like, well, just why eat. would i give you money when i, I can know, give you food I, I know, exactly. <laughs> so that yeah so i grew up eating a lot of home-cooked food from my nana um they had a big backyard so they grew a lot of their own food in mm. the backyard um so that was where a lot of my passion came from was just how much love was put into every single meal mm. Um, into growing the food, cooking the food, everything. Yeah. Um, as little waste as possible. I exactly. They exactly. probably had a compost that they would then use to feed the garden. Exactly. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was great shit. So, um, so yeah, when I told my parents in high school that I wanted to go to culinary school because I wanted to cook, that was definitely a shock to them because my really? sister, yeah. So my sister, she went to university. They thought I was going to go to university. Okay. Um, and they they saw... So there's that portrayal of what is a cook. Mm. And the cooking, there's the... Lo- the for them, they thought of the long hours, the male-dominated industry, mm. and the the whole thought of like drugs, alcohol which is 
a lot of people think is what everyone does in the industry, which is not true. <laughs> like, which is definitely not true. It's so. not true, but it's also not wrong. It's not wrong, but it's not exactly. <laughs> it's changing a lot. Yeah, for sure. So, for them, at first, was like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" Mm-hmm. It was also hard being one of the five kids in my high school that went to college compared to university. Oh, really? Wow. Everyone went to university. Just um, like a school that was super geared towards like, here's everything you're going to need to know to participate univers- in yeah. the machine that is university. <laughs> exactly. They yeah. didn't talk about any college at all or really? even the thought of going to college. That was not a thing. No wonder you're so sharp when I met you. You're just like fucking ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. oh, fucking, this woman's too fucking <laughs> smart for us. <laughs> um, but that was the whole thing was going to university so Mm -hmm. for me in my head I was like I'm really passionate about this I want to go to culinary school and learn about it because I was like okay I need to do this first before actually working in a restaurant so I hadn't worked in a restaurant yet Mm. in my second year of college I um, started working I stashed at Notabene started working at Notabene and I was there for two years Okay. And that was probably one of the hardest places that I've ever worked at, obviously, because it was my first restaurant. But I think that having a strong foundation definitely Hmm. shapes you into... Yeah, I've I've regarded Grace, or I was at Grace at the time, like, after the first year of school, I picked up the job at Grace Mm -hmm. because of, I mean, whoever's listened to this has heard this story before. Maybe they haven't because whatever. But it's like uh, I went up to Statlanders and, like, yeah. was doing a stage up there and then got the job at Grace. Yeah. And, like, yeah, same deal. I was just like, that's fucking... It oh. really pushes, like, it re- it's really I hated that I you. loved it that yeah. much. Yeah. this, as looking back now, I'm like, why did I love that so much? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something that's, like, it... Just thinking back to it, like how much stress and how hard it was, Mm -hmm. but also I'm very thankful for how hard it was because it definitely pushed me to constantly try harder and to reach a standard. Like I, I, to this day, like I won't put something out Mm -hmm. knowing that it's not right or Mm -hmm. knowing that it's not how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. If it's not right, you don't put, you don't send it out. You Mm -hmm. don't put it up. Whereas... For some people, they're like, oh, yeah, the the cowboy kind of, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll just let this slide. No, no, <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, now I work at Familia Baldessari. Um, I, Fantastic fucking pasta. I've, I've only had it once or twice, but, like, every time I'm always just like, oh, fuck. It's, yeah. It, it always makes me so happy because it's, like, pasta is one of those things, if I'm making pasta myself, I use a little hand crank thing. I don't, yeah. I don't roll it out. As professionally as I'm sure some of your guys, uh, you guys do there, but it's like, um, it, it was always such a zen practice, such a, mm. yeah, this is just, I'm just enjoying life right now. I can enjoy life and I can enjoy the process. So it's, um, I actually knew Leo mm. from when I worked at Nota Bene. So oh, I've yeah. known him for like 10 years, mm. almost 10 years from, he used to make our pasta and bring it to the restaurant. Mm. I used to watch him make it at, he used to do it in the basement <laughs> at um, one of David Lee's places. Oh, right. So um, I used to go over and watch him make it because I was so interested. Cool. And then this, this year with the whole pandemic, I wasn't working, I was at home for for months yeah, by myself. Months. I had no contact with anyone. Jesus. Um, so I... Incites a, a certain level of uh, of insanity. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, somebody put me back in a fucking kitchen. <laughs> I, I, oh yeah, I was like, okay, I'm going crazy. But also, I definitely f- have found this pandemic, I'm, I'm very kind of thankful for it at mm. the same time, to be able to be, it was the hardest months of my life being alone because I couldn't see my family which I'm really close to mm-hmm. um, but I'm very thankful because it helped me recharge myself okay. um, 
I'm definitely looking a lot more positive than I was before. There, I was holding a lot of stuff in, mm-hmm. um, and it helped me to get my house how I wanted it to be, get yeah. my backyard. I worked outside a lot, so it kind of made me um, appreciate what I have so much more because mm-hmm. I couldn't do that. I was working so much before. Yeah, didn't have any time off. I never stopped to like be like holy crap I'm so thankful for this these times that I see my family and mm-hmm. like um I like I I couldn't or, or just being able to like you said work in your garden exactly. and like touch the soil exactly. and get your hands dirty and like I, I wouldn't wear shoes in the backyard I was just yeah. like literally be in the soil yeah. and just overall be really thankful for like I, I couldn't see my family for Easter this was the first year I haven't done an Easter egg hunt in my life yeah. which is so stressful I'm <laughs> like my sister and I would literally be on the top of the stairs we would go back to our house in Markham my sister is 33 I'm 29 <laughs> and we would have baskets and run down the stairs and push each other every single year <laughs> find eggs around the house chocolate eggs or real eggs uh not real eggs chocolate eggs and those like plastic ones and my mom would like put little treats inside them okay (laughs) so she put like 25 cents and a dollar and would find them it's just it's Uh, like tradition so yeah of course this year i couldn't do that and Mm. i couldn't see my nana i couldn't see my family so that was I was really depressed during that time because I was like, wow, this is like, this is real. Um, So I cooked myself a nice dinner. I did an Easter egg hunt for the squirrels in my backyard. I got... I feel like I probably saw that video. (laughs) I got got peanuts and I hid them around my backyard and I watched all the squirrels find them. And I was so... I started crying because I was so happy. They were like my children. (laughs) It was, it was really nice. Oh, glorious. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but but you were able to find that that kind of that that calm or that maybe like 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 you said it was it was a very sad very depressed time yeah. like being able to do those things did not like certainly helped relieve some of that stress mm-hmm. but like you know you're also from. Obviously, you and I don't talk very often. We're not mm-hmm. super close friends or anything. We're industry friends, right? Yeah. Um, but, like, I've also seen, like, you know, uh, via your Instagram, it's like, you know, you you do crazy amounts of uh, workouts and mm-hmm. and are very vocal about that being a very a very good stabilizer in your mm-hmm. life. Like, when, when, did you, when did you find that avenue? Like, was it in the pandemic or was it pre-pandemic was it eight years ago was it when when did you find that that outlet actually so i had opened a restaurant for no four years ago i opened pray tell pray tell i was 24 when it first opened so i was that was five years ago yeah yeah yeah, because I, I remember it, oh, yeah, right? Damn it. <laughs> Does this shit. make you feel a little old? Oh, God. Five years <laughs> of blue by. You're not even, you're not even uh, turned 30 this year. Jesus. Next year. <laughs> oh, just thinking of it. I got, I got two months left in my 20s. Oh, my God. Stress. <laughs> I'm getting the gray hairs just thinking of it. Um, no, I'm actually, I'm happy to age. Um, That's because you're doing it gracefully. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> it's n- not stressing out about things. That's why. Um, but yeah. Um, so. You open pray tell. Open pray tell, and then I was really I was working an insane amount of hours. Um, there was no disconnect between. I lived above it too. Oh, really? So, oh, at the time you lived above Yeah. So there was no disconnect. I was always at work. We were open seven days a week. There was no... I didn't have any time off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I need something that I do outside of work that mm-hmm. I can help calm me and 
just get back into like feeling good about myself mm. um so i started going there was an f45 that had just opened up across the street so i started going there mm. and then that has always like f- for the f- past four four years because i started going four years ago um that's been like a huge stress relief in my life um i just love it i love pushing myself i love like having setting goals and like reaching those goals but there's also that balance of especially in the industry because it's so easy to not to not eat you don't you miss you're like have i eaten today yeah, like and, you're and like, you're like, oh, oh fuck, shit. I just rocked like a ten hour day. And yeah. And snacked it, on like the only the like shit tasting. I was tasting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, like that's maybe a hundred calories. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh fuck, I haven't eaten yet. I gotta eat. So um there's also that's the other thing is mm-hmm. having that balance of working out and eating enough mm-hmm. and Getting enough protein, getting enough, all of that gear, right? Exactly, and based on what you're doing as a workout, if it's high intensity and like cardio based, you should get more carbs in, all that kind of stuff. So, and obviously there, the list could go on, but um, yeah, I got really skinny at one point because I was working out so much, I wasn't eating enough. Yeah, you're just lean as fuck. I was so lean, and I was working a lot so that stress uh, plus is, excessive exercising plus without proper nutrition i yeah. was like oh my god that, that, that was when like i first started working out <laughs> yeah and i was like well you know i guess i guess i should eat more but they don't teach you that when yeah. you do plans Mm. or um, like they did a challenge and there's like a set meal plan that you do they don't tell you okay this is just based off of someone that has a seated, uh, mm-hmm. a desk job. Mm-hmm. This isn't someone that is That's also going to go burn 1,500 calories working service. Exactly. Or a fucking 12-hour day. Exactly. Yeah, or 14, 16, did whatever it is, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that I didn't also, I didn't know about that. I didn't even take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I find that exercising is very like that helped me a lot during the pandemic mm-hmm. i would exercise at home to find just because i enjoyed it i would work out in the backyard and then there was just creepy people and like what the uh, people, yeah. creepy people watching so i was like okay you know what let's yeah. move this inside maybe it's a little yeah <laughs> i'm like yeah, yeah for, no for a woman it can be like that right where you're just yeah. like i don't fucking I don't need you fucking yeah. staring at me like it's okay, fucking this, weird. Well, this sucks. So yeah, <laughs> just inside. trying to get some goddamn fresh <laughs> yeah. air. Moved it inside, yeah. and yeah, I built a little exercise area in my bedroom, and nice. It's Fuck. been great. I mean, I I I was on that same tip. I didn't. I've only been actively pursuing exercise for like just shy of two years but like in the first couple months of this whole pandemic thing i was like i you know i've got i've got, I've got a i've got a bit of an addict's brain mm-hmm. not a bit, yeah. very yeah. addict brain um that's why i don't drink and i don't party anymore and all that jazz yeah but um it uh it it was such a release that i was like oh fuck i love this i fucking dig it i'm like yeah. i'm running like 40 50 some weeks 60k and i'm just like and then end up blowing my knee out and i couldn't do it for three weeks and i was just like oh okay (laughs) okay i need to pace myself and i'm like let's start with just 30k a week and let's do that for a month and then i'll increase by 10 percent and then i'll do this 10 percent the next month and now i'm up to like well i injured myself like a week ago cycling so i'm doing no exercise um that noise that you hear right now is <laughs> which, brought to you by my bunnies. <laughs> I was say, which bunny is closest to us? Oh, that's Toro. Toro. What are you doing? Are you drinking water? She's commenting. Sorry. <laughs> He's like, shut up. My mom was talking. Um, 
But I. It is a it is a very it's a very cute noise. I'm like I kind of want to just like take the mic over and be like, and what's your thought on this? Well, ASMR bunny video. Um, John's always joking about doing ASMR shit, and I'm like, I'm never fucking no, absolutely not, absolutely not, John. No, no, I'm not some Instagram model who's doing touching the microphone or whatever. Um, but it was one of those things that I think trained it really. It really puts it it puts so much in perspective. If you can if you're if you know what your body is physically capable of and what it can do and what you want it to do in the future, like, you know, I've got half marathon and marathon aspirations. I realize that that's not going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. And it puts a lot of that in perspective. I mean, which has been like one of my biggest problems with this whole like government pandemic thing is just like they're not suggesting people exercise or take vitamins or like live healthier lifestyles. They're like, nah, screw it. Leave the LCBO open because mm-hmm. we can't have people dying of alcohol detox. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but then, you know, they wouldn't let AA meetings or like NA meetings and stuff congregate. It's like, yeah. no, no, no. That like, doesn't make any well, sense. Wait, but like one's like helpful yeah. and one's just a business. Yeah. And like, whatever, you know. Yeah. Certainly I'm not educated enough to comment enough on that, but... To have to have that like that 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 like that knowledge of of one's own body to be to 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 understand what you're capable of and what you're what you know like physically now you're like okay sweet I know I can do this 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 mm-hmm. and I'm pushing towards this then it it clears the mind it clears those stresses that like throughout the pandemic I feel like. There would have been a lot less angry people, a lot yeah. less weirdos. Yeah. Had people just like, I don't know, gone for a hike or like, I mean, you can't really hike in Toronto. It's a pretty flat city, but like yeah. go for like a two hour walk or like go for a, a 10 minute run. Yeah. And like feel how much that sucks. If you're really out of shape, like when I first started running, I would run a mile on a treadmill at the gym mm-hmm. and I would be dead. And mm-hmm. now I can, you know. If I'm not injured, I can, you know, bugger off and go run 14, 15K. And it's yeah. like, and just, just to know that is like calming and relaxing yeah. and just like, but, but like, like you said, it's like, even with the whole, um, the diet challenge through, I think that was through your gym, yeah. right? It, or, uh, like follow this diet. Like it's not for, it's not factored into, to all these other things and it's, all these all these other places where like people just aren't being educated yeah like does it like i know for a while you were doing like that meal prep thing for people and like was it frustrating having to communicate with those people that were just like no but i only eat this this and this and this and you're like then go find somebody else or like obviously you're not trying to turn away business so then you're trying to like help them learn a little and then you become this like pseudo teacher like yeah was that something that so, like uh, an issue or something that kind of popped up or well it's hard because well one a lot of people don't understand obviously food mm. also how much food good food costs mm. they think that and when you tell them how much something is they're like why is it so expensive mm. and it's like well because the people want... who gave a shit yeah. when they were making it, when yeah. they were growing it, these people gave a shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. that's always hard, but also explaining por- portion control mm. is hard. Um, because a lot of people just pile things on their plate, eat it, and they're like, why am I not losing weight? Or why am I just at a plateau in my, um, not just losing weight, but why am I plateauing in my goals? Mm-hmm. Um, How come I'm not able to, to exert more energy when I, it, when I know I'm consuming enough energy exactly. to have those reserves? It's exactly. Like, so it's, yeah. it's hard to explain it to people that don't, are, are not open to learning or open to understanding why things happen. That's mm-hmm hard um 
but also I've definitely learned <laughs> this in my life. <laughs> you can't, you those, can't those, are, those are always the best stories where yeah. you're just like, hey. I'm definitely, <laughs> <laughs> the pre-life. Yeah. You can't change people. Yeah. You like, so you can, but you also, they have to want that. They ha- exactly. Yeah. You can't just say to someone, Oh, this is what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. And if they don't want to do it, mm-hmm. if they're not willing to change. I was like, I smoked cigarettes for 10 years. Exactly. Now I'm nicotine free. Exactly. Gladly. But like, it, it was my choice. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Someone could say to you, I, I was saying, um, someone could say to me, hey, you should stop smoking. And I was like, well, why? Uh, I don't want to. But then. Like, I'm fucking enjoying the shit out exactly, of this. Exactly. Right this now. feels great. This beer and, and this cigarette go yeah. really well together. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> But then when I started working out, I was like, oh, damn it. Like, why am I so out of breath? (laughs) (laughs) And then I cut it out and then I was like, okay, this isn't as bad as I thought. Um, But that was also because I wanted to do it, not because someone told me to do it. So that also goes into exercising you have to want to exercise and be in the right mind space to do it too well it's just like you have to want to eat good food exactly i i don't buy meat like you know i i go to no frills because i'm still just a cook and i don't make fucking bank yeah but like i'll buy my my apples and my bananas and my and and my onions and stuff from no frills but then i go to butchers of distinction and pay three times what the meat at no frills is yeah price because i want good meat i want ethically raised Mm -hmm. delicious aged beautiful meat yeah right it's like people don't understand that i think or maybe you know that sounds a little condescending but it's like maybe maybe what i mean this is definitely a conversation i try and have with anybody who doesn't work in food it's always yeah, but, like, you could just, like, my two roommates, they buy meat from No Frills, and mm-hmm. they're like, hey, like, do you want to eat some of this? I'm like, no. Yeah. Because I, I know I know it's going to taste like nothing. Yeah. I don't want to eat that. Why, yeah. why would I put that into my body? And, you know, as I say that, you know, last night I ate a whole pizza from Domino's, and it was <laughs> yeah. disgusting. I was yeah. stoned, okay? Don't yeah. judge me. But <laughs> okay, there's a Domino's at the end of my street, so I'm not judging you at all. <laughs> but um, it's like, it's... it's I don't know. It's it's one of those things. Certainly, like you said, you were raised around beautiful food, yeah, delicious food all your life, or uh, throughout your childhood and teenage yeah. years, and you know I'm sure you rebelled a little bit in your younger adult life mm-hmm. or early adult life when you know you're like fuck, I'm gonna eat some junk food. Yeah, and it's like, but your Nona is probably like, don't you dare. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, just come here and I'll make you some food. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, seeing kids like eating mcdonald's for lunch i was like oh, oh that's so i'm like it's what are you eating up, like yeah. i it's it's also like it's pretty n- not like in a bad way but i had i saw um someone i knew on social media she posted that she doesn't even know how to cook eggs <laughs> like literally doesn't know how to cook she doesn't know how to cook at all and her whole life is getting takeout food and ordering in food and <sighs> to me give her my number I'll, I, I'll, I'll talk her through it <laughs> <laughs> to me I'm like how oh that just like I can't trust that person but, you can't trust that person but there's so no many offense. people that are like that <laughs> there's so many people that don't know how to cook or don't understand like it's all about um, convenience for a yeah. lot of people, especially now. Mm. Um, that well, in a in a day and age where Amazon is king, and you're just like, I can have this to my house tomorrow. I could have it here today if I, I want to, or whatever. You know, it's like, yeah, convenience is king. It's, or it's like we're waiting three days to go to, or to walk to the store and buy it. Like it's just like. Mm. Or go to the store and buy it. Don't have to walk. But it's just really, um, it's really interesting to see, like, I, I've never had a lot of money. So to me, it's never been this, I'm going, I like to frivolously spend money mm. um, on things that I really don't need. It's like, I really need, need this, right? Mm-hmm. So if I go out for dinner, I'm going to, Go out for yeah, dinner to better damn sure you're gonna enjoy that. Exactly. Shit, right? yeah. 
Um, I'm not going to spend, well, here and there, I'll get yeah, takeout we, we, all, we all make we mistakes. All yeah. You know? But, or maybe we go to a restaurant and we're like, oh, this is going to be great. And it's, it's not, not great. But at this, I love supporting <laughs> restaurants, though. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's very... Um, it, it just seeing how like openly people will spend money just on shenanigans on, frili- on frivolous things it's a tricky word for you today huh? it is like, <laughs> it's a tongue twister there's a lot of words i can't pronounce properly but you know what they say that's fine uh, <laughs> you know what yeah, they say that's, that's fine, fine. <laughs> no i i i mean hmm yeah, you know, I have two roommates, and one of them, one of them, I think, wants to cook really well. Like whenever I cook myself dinner, it's always just like you know, go grab a nice piece of meat, or if I, if I'm eating a big uh, uh, cut of meat that night, then whatever. Usually, it's just like eggs and you know whatever veg I have lying around. Mm-hmm. But like I'll just make like a quick little veg saute of something, mm-hmm. and you know whatever it is, and he's always just like, "Can you teach me how to do?" I'm like. I, I can, but also, like, you're just going to have to mess around, and you're going to have to mess it up. Like, like I, w- I was up with my mom for the last uh, five days. Mm-hmm. She was helping helping uh, treat my shoulder and 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 helping it heal quicker, and, and I would just cook her, cook her dinner, and she was just like, oh, I would never, I could never cook myself something. I mean, you could, but, like, you know, you're in your 60s, and you didn't practice that at a younger age and that's fine but like there's going to be some things that you practiced at my age that I'm not going to ever practice yeah like you know having birth or giving birth I can't do that I can't practice that um (laughs) you know but it's like I I and it, it brings it back I mean even to the whole um um to like the physical activity thing it's like it's just practice it's just repetition it's like it but then I have one of my roommates who's probably very similar to your friend, who's just like, um, who just I he, I think he can like cook, I think he can cook himself an egg, but he won't ever try and flip it. He just cooks sunny eggs, so he doesn't mm-hmm. have to flip it, and he can just slide it out of the pan. Mm-hmm. Um, but he'll like cook himself eggs and like instant ramen, and like yeah. that's it, and that's all he's got. Yeah. Or maybe some frozen dumplings because we live close to East Chinatown. Yeah. So he'll go up and get a pack of frozen dumplings and cook yeah. that. But, like, he will never, he'll never want to try and cook a meal that you or I could cook. Yeah. Or has no desire to. And it's like, huh. Did, like, that that piece for me, like, does, does your friend, she wants to be able to cook. Well, maybe? I, I don't know. Um, maybe. <laughs> but, so, it's also hard when... I, like, I definitely think in schools that they should teach cooking because I think mm-hmm. that is something that's very essential. Yeah, not just some shitty-ass home ec course yeah, where like, they, like, cook fucking dried pasta or yeah, some shit. Which is fine, too. Don't like, get me wrong. That's totally fine, but... Teaching nutrition along mm-hmm. with that, like, not just teaching, like... Um, how to cook things like just having that because I definitely think like health is very important it's very important in my life but I also think that it should be important in a lot of people's lives because it's it definitely especially nowadays like it makes a huge difference what you put in your body Mm -hmm. to your whole mental state to like how much energy you have how how like just even thinking of like how I felt when I used to drink heavily and go party Mm -hmm. to how i feel now is night and day are you are you a non-drinker now or i occasionally drink yeah you'll have a glass of wine kind of thing yeah Yeah. but it's all in moderation Mm. like um i'm jealous definitely (laughs) but it's i miss i miss my 1994 bordeaux (laughs) it's like i i don't do it often but i do like having like on like on a Friday I'll have a glass of wine with dinner or if I feel like it I'll just be like okay I'm gonna have a glass of wine Um, and you know you know that you can just be like one glass and that's it yeah Yeah. if I have two glasses okay that's fine but I don't like like, excessively (laughs) whoa what's going on Um, are my bunnies talking to me no No, but I don't do like any drugs at all Mm. I don't touch any of that because I don't even smoke weed 
it's still I, one that I need. <laughs> I don't. I. I just have never been really into it. No. Um, no that's fair. I like feeling my brain being clear. Hmm. Not that it's not a clear feeling, but I. It's just. I, yeah, yeah. I've never been interested in it. Yeah, that's fair. Teach their own. Um, but yeah, looking at how I used to feel back in the day to how I feel now is like night and day. Just even my own personal happiness. Mm. That um, Or your ability to ground yourself. Exactly. Just like, oh it made, and just yeah. what, me knowing like, what do I want in life? Like, uh, at the end of the day, I just want to be happy. Mm. I'm totally fine with not being I the best chef in the city or right. I that's not like my end goal is not to be the best chef in the city to have to own a million restaurants to do this 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 I if I'm you can have all that but you you yourself are not happy mm. to me that means nothing yeah. um, so if I'm personally happy that is the most important thing um, and I'm it's a powerful statement it is yeah. like I think and I yeah. think a lot of people don't see that they just think um, they need to be the their ego takes over mm-hmm. and they need to be the best and they're especially with social media everyone compares themselves to others and they have I've almost started like just following less food yeah. on social media I'm like just give me like a bunch of comedians that are telling jokes and yeah. shit it's people take like <laughs> I still follow a lot of restaurants yeah, and a lot of food, yeah. but <laughs> people just take things too seriously. Yeah. Um, and even trying to say like my, my social media is definitely not serious at all. I just like being myself, and because I say half the time I see you just like yeah. smiling, laughing, dancing, yeah. and you're just yeah, it's, it's good times. It's like enjoying yeah. life, and I think like it's important to be real and to be yourself and. Um, to be honest with yourself um, and again like a lot of people just compare themselves to other people on social media mm. with fitness with um, with food what they're doing in life like oh I, I'm 29 I'm not in a relationship I don't have kids I don't have this yeah, this I this should have, I, should I should be, be on here. this path yeah. or this I, I don't yeah. have, like, I... I should, I should, I, I should. Exactly. It's like, why don't I just be? Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm happy with my life now. I'm mm. happy with who I am. I've never been happier with the person I am today. Mm. So, um, to me, I think that's the greatest thing in life. It's just... Having know. having that, well, that... And I self-love. Mean, self-love is yeah, huge. Massive, I, man. And a lot of people yeah. don't... Like, how can you love other people if you don't love yourself, you know? Um, and again, going back to comparing yourself to others. My therapist like, listened to this. Don't worry, I'm paying attention. <laughs> she has to listen to the episodes to make sure I'm not mm. saying I'm going to commit suicide. Or anything. I'm kidding. Which but, a lot of people yeah. don't think that therapy is important, but it definitely is. Mm-hmm. Um and they're ashamed to talk about it. But yeah, John, John and I have joked about it many times on the podcast. Um, <laughs> so. but, but yeah, like, um, there's this whole... Um, on, on social media, it's so easy to be caught up with what other people think about what you're doing. And, like, hell, I went from being a co-owner and chef of a restaurant to being back to a cook. Mm-hmm. It, at first, I was like, "Holy shit! What is? What are people gonna think? What are they gonna be like?" Yeah, 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 oh, your, you're your taking ego a step is taking taking a taking your mind for a ride. But when I looked at it, I was like, "I wasn't happy. Yeah. I wasn't. I had no time for myself. I couldn't be the person that I wanted to be because I was so stressed out. I couldn't enjoy life." So why would I want to live that life? More an enjoyable person. Probably not an enjoyable if you're in a relationship at the time. I don't know. Yeah, probably not a very yeah. good partner or what have you, exactly. right? Exactly. Not, not trying. No, 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 no. I, you become irritable. You become... Yeah. Yeah. There's all that. So um, I think, yeah, um, definitely. But but now, so like with, with your social media, yeah. like certainly, like you said, you're very silly, very goofy. Is that... 
that's that something that you? I know that. Ever <laughs> <laughs> like literally probably since the day I met you. Certainly, we were much younger, so we were a little more like um, a little more childish, a little more ego driven. Yeah. But now maybe certain certain amounts of your ego has has died and has has been stripped away yeah been stripped down to a place where where you can manage it or or if you really wanted to you could let it run wild yeah right but you choose to keep it in check so is that is that something that was like just kind of came about or were you just like one day you were just kind of like no i'm i'm fucking shutting this down i'm shut i'm 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 turning this off i'm like was it something you actively knew was happening at the time like now you can speak about it right you're like mm-hmm. wow like my ego is fucking so inflated or just like it was running the show a little bit i at least from my own experience like you know i when i worked at i worked went from grace to edgeless to mm-hmm. then electric mud you know edgeless was number one um best new restaurant and then electric mud was like number i think we were number 10 the next year so like mm-hmm. i was on the en route list two yeah. years running and i was like super inflated bullshit 23 year old Mm -hmm. idiotic ego Mm -hmm. and i didn't realize i was it was running the show and then it took me a long time to to put it in check and Mm -hmm. to realize what what i was doing to myself um if was that something that you were able to kind of like pinpoint like do you have like that moment where you're like you know like you said after after you left pray tell and you're like fuck this i need to like need to get back to me i need to like breathe is there a moment that you can pinpoint or was it just kind of like a a culmination of of all of that well when i left so what happened with Praytel was um my co-owners decided to sell it oh okay they were together um and they separated (laughs) yeah so they wanted to sell it and they had a higher percentage than i did Um, so they obviously had the, sh- the call to say, we're going to sell this place. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, I decided I didn't want to stay with the new owners had asked me to stay. I didn't want to, cause I didn't know who they were. Yeah. Um, you can't, can't I, trust that energy. Yeah. yeah. And so it's was like, you know what? I'm not going to stay. Um, it was really hard. I was like definitely really hard on myself mm-hmm. in the first, like, cause I didn't work we had to figure out the whole legal aspect of like getting money back yeah, from yeah. selling the place and all that so that was pretty stressful um so it was a uh, hard and i had to move because i was above the restaurant <laughs> so i also had to move so yeah. there was moving Fuck. yeah Jesus. it was just a lot going on at once that's a fucking mission man I do not envy those decisions no, you had to make. It, it was a lot, but I'm very, I'm very thankful for everything that's gone on in my life because I've learned from it. And I think mm-hmm. everything that happens, like you have to see that there are negatives. Things do happen that are negative, but you also have to take the positives out of things too. Um, because if you just look at life and things as negative, you're just going to be negative yourself, just and life is going to suck. Jaded fucking asshole. <laughs> fucking suck. So, yeah, this pandemic has fucking sucked. Yeah, there's a lot of really shitty things that have gone on in the world. But also, like, one, I'm very thankful to be alive. And I'm happy that I've gone through things in my life that have made me stronger and realize. Mm-hmm. things that I'm more appreciative of and yeah, all of that. So, yeah. Um, there was that point of me saying, like, yeah, I'm worried of what's going to happen mm-hmm. next. Like, what do I do? I'm not going to open another restaurant right now. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I just like, jump right into something What else. do I yeah. do? So I went... Um, Some people would, though. They'd double down and they'd be like, fuck it, let's roll. (laughs) I didn't want to. I was just so burnt out of, like, being... That's that's you listening to your body, right? Even Even if you weren't consciously doing it, you're just like, your body's like, no, 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 we're not doing that. Yeah, I was like, you know what, I can't do this. Breathe, breathe, motherfucker, breathe. So I went back to Home of the Brave, which is where I was at before. Oh, okay. Um, So I went back there and... Shout out, to, shout out to Nate, fucking yeah. gem of a human yeah. being. 
So I went, I went back there. We were, we've been good friends for a long time now. So um, I just wanted to do what made me happy. Mm-hmm. And I love cooking. I love being in the food industry. I love the family that everyone becomes when you work together. Um, you become a really close team. Every, mm-hmm. the, you work with them and you're around them more than you see your own family, right? More than you see your partner exactly. or your they're, pets or yeah. your, you know. They're the yeah. closest per- people that you're you're around. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, um, I think that's a huge importance that I always looked at for mm. yeah. like happiness. So if you have to, you have to get along well with the people that you work with. Yeah. So yeah, and yeah. and certainly and certainly enjoy. I mean, I feel like feel like at a cognitive. On a cognitive level, I'm probably, you know, it's not good, but like, you know, you compare yourself to someone, and I'm just like, I'm like a couple years behind you in this aspect. <laughs> <laughs> Physically and probably cognitively. But it's, um, no, I think, I think you're, I think you're definitely onto something. And a lot of people, I mean, at least from my experience, I, I feel like the, the amount of gratitude that I've, waves of gratitude that I felt throughout this whole pandemic thing is just like you know wow I'm so so thankful to have um like the owners of the restaurant they've they've been communicating with us like a hundred percent of the way Mm -hmm. been like this is what's happening very open with us Mm -hmm. you know our crew at the diner is like it's uh chef baker uh and another cook and myself and we just hired someone like a month ago so it's like five cooks Mm -hmm. top like five cooks and i think like four front of house staff so Mm -hmm. like under 10 staff so clearly like this weird little dysfunctional family with you know but like we we just want everything to work and 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 be productive and be and and transfer that love through the food right yeah. i think like any like anybody who gives a shit about what they do they yeah. want to transfer a certain amount of love through it mm-hmm. and it's i've just felt these waves of gratitude of like wow like you know they're looking out for us or all these things that i i find it so tricky to talk to some people who are just you know whether whether or not they just got into food and they've only been cooking for a couple of years or they've been cooking for 15 or 20 years and they don't enjoy what they do. I'm like, but you don't have to do that. Yeah. Like if you, if you ask yourself, you ask your, your mind, you ask your body, you ask your soul, what, what, what's going to bring me happiness? And certainly it, it can't always be that easy. I'm not saying like I've always worked in places where, yeah. where I was happy go lucky yeah. and like, this is awesome but and owners choice. are great, but you have the choice, yeah. right? Yeah. I wonder if that's like maybe I, moving forward like as you as you see young cooks start now that you know you've been cooking for over a decade I've been mm-hmm. same I think I've been cooking mm-hmm. for like 14 close to 15 years and I'm like which is like almost half my life and I'm like oh and then I see cooks that are like you know they've only been working for a year or two and they're like I don't know if I'm going to do this it's like you're not going to be good at anything for and like at least seven years. Yeah. At least. Upwards of, like, I still fuck up some eggs sometimes. <laughs> like, probably oh. every every 15th or 16th order, I have to fucking, you know, I broke a yolk and I'm yeah. like, fucking damn it. And I have to restart it because you're just not, I don't know. Is it, is, is it, maybe, do you, do you see... Certainly, I mean, on that social media tip, like, do you see this this next generation that's just starting out? Do you see them them appreciating it in the same way, or is it, or is it that like, oh, well, we got to make it pretty for Instagram and then worry about the flavor? It's like, yeah. So this is this was one thing that I actually thoroughly disliked when I worked at Praytel mm. was um, the amount of bloggers that would come in and people that would come in just to take photos. Um, and they would eat the food 45 minutes after taking photos for like just literally taking Instagram photos. And Jesus. then 
the worst was seeing oh, people know. eating oysters like 20 minutes after it goes <laughs> to the table. And I'm like, okay, you. Oh, God. Sure. Um, <laughs> but, but then those same people are probably like, well, but it's for, I'm going to post about it. So yeah. you should just give it to me. I'm like, no. Oh, absolutely no. not. <laughs> you don't get that shit for free. <laughs> but what stressed me out was just seeing that one, everyone is a food blogger. People think that they're so entitled mm. because they take photos of food. I'm like, do you know how much work goes into that? Do you know how much love goes into that? Do you yeah. know what is... The intent is not for the photo. Exactly. It's for it's you to put it in your fucking mouth. It's exactly... Like, lit, like yeah. and a lot of people don't enjoy life for the moment now. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, snap a photo of what is going on first before anything. Like, I'm going to take a picture of my food first. It's like... Do that. Take photos of food, but also, like... Consume it immediately exactly. after. Exactly. <laughs> like, take one photo. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, things... Uh, life's not perfect. It is fine if photos are not p- perfect. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Who cares? But... Well, that's like... That's just my own personal stuff. That's what I think. No, but, but that's, that's like, this whole... Even, even the podcast, I've had some people comment and be like, well, maybe you should have, like, um, it be more structured. And I'm like... Yeah, but, like, Why? what the fucking life is structured, man? Exactly. Like, yeah, you can know where you're going to be. And, like, I can understand why from from a longevity perspective, I can understand it. But I'm also, like, why don't I just, like, get in touch with people who I think are interesting mm-hmm. and are knowledgeable and just sit down and have a fucking conversation? Yeah. Like, I, you know, and, like, no knock to anybody who's giving me notes. Please keep giving me notes on the podcast if you listen to this. Brian, I'm talking to you, and, uh, um, but it's, like, maybe, maybe we just accept the fact that life is nuanced, and the Mm -hmm. fact that, that nothing is perfect, but everything can be perfect in and of itself in that moment, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, you're pissed off that, that someone's posting about it, or they're taking a bunch of pictures, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, did, how many times did you want to just like walk up to the table and be like, "Put your fucking camera down"? Oh, <laughs> I would just stare at them and I'd be like, "What are you doing?" But that's okay. I I don't like just I don't like judging people, but no. also I'm like, just appreciate what's in front yeah. of you. Don't yeah. like, and don't complain about it being cold <laughs> when it's cold. Are you taking photos. Of course. Oh, that's great. This oyster isn't fresh anymore. It's because oh. you guys sit there for Why half an hour. Like it's water. Hot. Why does it taste like ice? Um, <laughs> but but those, uh, those people are half... It's uh, half the time, if, I, if someone comments like that, though, you're like... You almost want to laugh to yourself. Or maybe at the time, certainly, you're yeah. probably ultra stressed out because you were working like crazy. But it's like, now... Now, thinking back, you can laugh about it because you're like, oh, oh they're just so silly. But I, I just think in general, yeah. people need to embrace and enjoy life for the moment and not... For its imperfections. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's like, I, I hate filters so much. <laughs> on ins- like, the Instagram filters really yeah, piss me off. they confuse the piss out of me. And seeing, like, I'll see people that I know that I've worked with and them using filters in their story. And then I'll click on that filter. Cause I'm like, I'm curious, curious to see it and I'll see it all myself. And I'm like, Holy shit. I'm a total different person. This does oh, wow. not look like me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, for you to actually totally change your face just so for that perspective. Yeah. yeah. Just for people, you, you want people to think like that's what you look like, but why? Yeah. Why? Like, yeah. why can't you just be happy with the person that you are? Well, or most people aren't, man. They're not, and but it's also from social media making you think oh, that yeah. you're not good enough, or you're not beautiful enough, or your lips aren't big enough. Well, why? I imagine for strangle? women, there's so it's, much more, like so, so much. much more compared to to like the male perspective. I'm just like. Yeah, I just don't use filters because, like, I'm just ugly, so it's fine. But it's, like, it's, <laughs> it's like... It's very... I, I imagine for women, it's, like, it's this nth degree, especially yeah. for, like... I had a guy ask me if I had fillers. And I was, like... 
fillers? Maybe, oh, and like, like your lips and stuff like that? Just in general, my face. Like, have I ever gotten work done? And yeah. I found that so offensive. I've never gotten literally nothing done. Yeah. Like, nothing in my life. And I honestly won't. And the reason is because I think that you should be happy with your body. Like, and... Bodies are fucking weird, man. It doesn't are. matter. <laughs> oh, my God. A wrinkle? Holy shit. I'm getting older? That's crazy. <laughs> I don't want to look... I had a couple gray hairs in my yeah. beard the other day. I was like... <laughs> but, I don't want to look like everyone else. I want to be my own self. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I just think that it's pretty scary to see that kind of stuff nowadays. Does it... So, like... To bring it back a bit to food, does it does mm-hmm. it make you... Does it make you concerned for the next generation of cooks that that are going to be pushing for that? Well, well, to to have a successful restaurant, you have to have a a successful um, like Instagram or social media following. So, like, well, like I have to do, or like some of them may mm-hmm. think I have to make the food Instagrammable first and then worry about the flavor. Does that? Like, do, do you see a trend going in that direction? Because cer- certainly it already is, but do you see that continuing, I guess? Is I think so. You think so, eh? Be- Well, just looking at, like... Even considering the amount... I mean, maybe maybe I have this, like, this like rose-colored yeah. view of the world where I'm just like, I just want to believe that people don't fucking suck, but, like... It's just, it's so hard because social media has taken over, like, so much of people's lives now. Well, and the advertising for Exactly. Which is free, really free advertising. do your own advertising. Exactly. Um, So, I do think that social media is great for a lot of restaurants. And, like, if you do it properly, um, it is really good. Grow your following organically. Exactly. Um, But, so it could go two ways. There's either that, like that something is so good that like these old mom and pop shops that don't have any sort of social media that it's just that like that place that people know about yeah but i do think it is helpful because a lot of places that i know of they were they like i found out about them from social media Mm -hmm. so um yeah i do i definitely do think social media is important for restaurants but also it's like that it's like that gift and a curse right yeah (laughs) it's such a i i just bite my tongue with freaking people that call themselves food bloggers or just write (laughs) they they write critiques those are my favorite people that you're like Bitch, you've never worked in a kitchen before. It, do, it's like, like again, <laughs> I can I can look at all of your posts and all yeah. and how you speak about food to know that you have never stepped foot in a kitchen and worked. And maybe you've stepped in foot because you know you were like, "Ooh, can I have a tour?" Yeah, I'm gonna post about this or whatever. But it's more so. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't like when people complain about how expensive things are, mm. not knowing that. If it's obviously way overpriced, yeah, but not knowing how much work, how much love, how much goes into an actual restaurant. Like, do you know how much people actually make? Sacrifice the fucking... Yeah. Like, you make no money. Cooks make no money. A lot of chefs don't make a lot of money. Um, I was making less than my cooks based off of how much I was working. Yeah, of course. So, it's like... People think that, oh yeah, that why is this steak $35 or however much it is? It's like, one, how do you, electricity. Uh, like there's yeah, so, yeah. so they, many they factors that they don't all those understand costs. it. So. All that overhead. People are just like, what? but I can get a steak at friggin' Loblaws for... So do that. For yeah, You're like, fine, then go buy your own bottle of wine yeah. and steak and make your own sauce exactly. and make your own veg and make your own... Shuck your own oysters, yeah. motherfucker. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. People don't complain about how um, expensive a lawyer is or stuff. Like, they don't complain about. Th- well, they do, but you don't see them complaining as much as like how, because you see how affordable it is at some stores, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Why is it so expensive at a restaurant?" Because we care. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, on that note, we're uh, just shy of an hour. So, um, on that note, uh, we care. We love food. Sonia, thank you very much for sitting down with <laughs> this me. This is very fun. <laughs> I, I, I hope you'll do it again. Yeah. I'm... Maybe we can, um, you know, John can be here next time. I really hope so. Um, but, uh, you know, him and I always end this uh, by saying thank you and uh, we love you. So I thank you very thank much. You. Um, and thank you all for listening, whoever is listening, all eight of you. <laughs> Bye for now.